Dirty Moderates, it's no secret that anti-Semitism, the world's oldest hatred, has been on the rise now for some time, especially, yes, during the Trump years, but since then. And we also know that um, the radioactive issue of Israel and Palestine in the Middle East has forever been since Israel's birth in 1948 or partition in 1947 and birth as a state in 1948, been a source of controversy to say the least and poison to say the worst, bringing out the worst among not just anti-Zionists, meaning those who oppose the Jewish quest for their own homeland, but anti-Semites. And historically, anti-Semitism has not been the exclusive province of the right, though Hitler's war machine to exterminate European reasons to obscure that because of its direct viciousness and fascism largely being a right-wing phenomenon. But lest we forget that the Soviet Union, Stalin, and many on the left and left-wing dictatorships across Europe and Africa and Asia through history have also persecuted the Jews, lest we forget that many North African countries, Morocco and others, expunge Jews um, into the diaspora. Spain and Portugal did the same thing. And ideology, ideology is not exclusively right-wing anti-Semitism. Anti-Semitism transcends that. And right or left, middle or otherwise, it's a cancer. Today, we learn that the House Republican majority has voted on a party line vote. Every Republican voting yes. I think somebody voted present, one Republican, but I'm not sure who. It doesn't matter. But anyway, she has been officially removed as of this recording about an hour ago from the Foreign Affairs Committee and the House of Representatives, Ilan Omar, who was Somali-born. Um, and it was a 218 to 211 party line vote. <clears throat> All Democrats uniting in opposition. The issue being Ilan Omar's many comments going back to 2012 up until her election uh, in 2018, all about the Benjamins, um, saying all sorts of things, um, flirting with anti-Semitic tropes, indulging in them, actually. I shouldn't say flirting. Tweeting horrible things, just so you know. We have the receipts. And here is what she said. This was from November 16th of 2012. Doesn't matter that she said it then. Here's what she said. Israel has hypnotized the world. May Allah awaken the people and help them see the evil doings of Israel. Israel has hypnotized the world. May Allah awaken the people and help them see the evil doings of Israel. The evil doings referring to the only Jewish homeland created in the wake of the Holocaust as evil. Israel is all the Jews got. Yeah, I'm a Jew. I'm not a religious one. But I always think in the back of my head, what if? What if it happened again? Ilan Omar, along with her fellow squad members, Rashida Tlaib, AOC, Ilana Presley, and the like, Cory Bush, have been staunch opponents of Israel, have been quick to use racial and identity uh, politics to shut down debate. 
on a tearful speech today, Rashida Tlaib crying, saying, you deserve better than this. I'm so sorry, my dear sister. AOC giving one of her dramatic rants for Best Supporting Actress um, in the House of Representatives, saying that she is a woman of color and that's all this is. Well, I will give you this, AOC. The Republicans are full of seditionists and liars and racists and white nationalists, and there are many of them who traffic in outright Islamophobia, many of them who don't like the presence of a Muslim woman in a hijab showing up to work every day. But guess what? I applauded Omar's election in her St. Paul, Minnesota district. There are many Jews in her district, and I thought this was progress, only to find out that she is fanning the flames of anti-Semitism. And I don't care that she's Somali. I don't care that she is Muslim. I don't care that she's a woman. I don't care that she's black. And I'm so goddamn sick of hearing about it. We are sick and tired of being told that if you are a woman of color, you can say what you want because you have immunity. I speak for many Americans. You don't have immunity. You are making it less safe for another vulnerable community. And I know you think we're in power and all the anti-Semitic things and we have all control. Jews are never safe and never have been in the 5,000 plus years since we were slaves as Israelites. It is not okay that the Democratic Party, not a person among them, it can only decide to vote no on this. And I understand the party lockstep crap. That's why I'm not in it. I understand the Republican motivation. Again, not saying that these are good faith actions, but Ilan Omar on the Foreign Affairs Committee, by the way, she's been incredibly pro-Putin. She didn't think Russia should be sanctioned for oil and gas, by the way. She didn't think that Ukraine should initially be given all this aid. She said, well, we have to inspect what the aid is and why are we giving it so much? That rhetoric is no different from the Putin caucus on the right. The point being is that is the viewpoint of the left wing too. The anti-American, anti-imperialist, anti-Israel stuff that's been going on forever and ever. And I don't care about her background. As I said, I applauded it. But I don't care that she is the only Somali immigrant in Congress. I don't care. She has said, when she said all about the Benjamins, that's why Israel gets support. All she said was... They've just paid everybody off. And then she said she didn't know that, you know, horrible stereotypes about money and Jewish power and Jewish influence have been age old. She was exactly what she's talking about. Not dumb, but she's sly. And because she's on the left, she gets a pass. And this is insidious. And this is destructive. And this is damage. And it makes me so furious. And it makes me so goddamn happy I'm not a member of the Democratic Party. I used to be. And you know what? When you see this and they go along with it, they're culpable. And what I mean by that is there is no both sides in this. Yes, as a never-Trumper, as an anti-GOP person in its current state, have I not spent every waking moment of this podcast? Have we, my producers and I and all of us, said democracy matters and it is under threat and Trump tried to over, overthrow the government and Marjorie Taylor Greene and Matt Gates and all the traitors who aided and abetted him should be prosecuted? Did we not cover the January 6th hearings saying that this is to be laid at the feet of the 45th president of the United States who incited an insurrection? I got cred on this. 
But then when I see that all the arguments against throwing Omar, I didn't hear one person say her abhorrent comments should be condemned. And that's why I'm voting for this or her abhorrent comments should be condemned. And maybe someone said it, but I, I watched a lot of speeches. I didn't hear that. I heard this is payback for uh, the Democrats throwing Marjorie Taylor Greene and Paul Gosar off the committees. Now, they threatened violence, denied that the insurrection was a problem, called it peaceful protest. But they were thrown off committees. And politics is about payback, too. So I, I love that they were not on committees, and they shouldn't be. This doesn't mean the Marjorie Taylor Greene should be where she is at oversight, which I gave a speech on last week, a video about, or that Paul Gosar and any of these people should be on Homeland Security. They should not. They are traitors. But that doesn't mean that Ilan Omar has not used anti-Semitic language. Doesn't mean that the squad hasn't been the enemy, the opponent of the state of Israel. And that's all the Jews got. And there's a problem. It's not really a democratic problem, party problem, but it is a problem when the blind spot of Israel and Judaism gets lost or emerges on the left. And excuse where if this were any other group, nobody ever would say it. The outcry would be crazy. Twitter would be lit up calling for their heads and resignations because all bigotry and racism and phobias and discrimination and oppression are wrong. But history is always complex as our societies and as our governments. But especially in the wake of the Trump years, Kanye West, the person of color, by the way, uh, Nick Fuentes, all these people who have made vile Hitler's supporting anti-Semitic comments. To have somebody who is supposedly a social justice warrior say this and act like it doesn't matter or somehow it wasn't anti-Semitic is to gaslight us to the very facts of what she said. And Rashida Tlaib has done it too. Because their sympathies are not. They are not. And I don't know them personally, but they're not with Israel. Which by in which in turn means I don't mean that they are just critical of Netanyahu. I am or critical of Israeli policy. I can be. I am a Zionist, but I'm not blindly so. Though I will always stand up for Israel, I can recognize its faults or the faults of its current government or its excesses. But all they ever say on the left these days, especially the Ilan Omars of the world, is it's an apartheid state. Well, 20% of Israel are Arab Israelis and they have full rights. There are Arabs in the Knesset. That's the equivalent of the Israeli Congress, the parliament. They sit on the Supreme Court. That is not an apartheid state. Yes, the settlements are a problem. Yes, it's a problem. What's going on in Gaza? But guess who else blockades Gaza? Egypt. It's Egypt and Israel for security reasons because it's run by Hamas and Hamas is a terrorist organization. I am not saying there aren't excesses. Don't misunderstand me. But I never hear anybody taking on Egypt. I don't hear condemnations because Egypt is right there with us. Israel and Egypt have had peace since 1978, the Camp David Accords, brokered by Jimmy Carter that has lasted and stood the test of time, giving back land in the Sinai Desert. Israel did that. They got peace. They made peace with Jordan in 94. Now, they've tried throughout their history, to make peace with Palestinians who only want Israel destroyed. Hamas's charter is the full elimination of Israel. That's what they want. 
You think getting out of Gaza, let's keep getting, I'm sorry, I didn't mean Gaza, I meant the West Bank. We already, Israel already pulled out of Gaza. Getting out of um, the West Bank, and just forget it, Israel gives it all up. If you think that is going to lead to some kind of utopian peace or two-state solution, you really, really, really are drinking the Kool-Aid. You really are either a partisan, you're misinformed, you're towing the left-wing line, or you might be an anti-Semite. I don't know, because you're missing the boat. But I sit here watching so many of my followers on Twitter and those that I follow and respect who only see this as either a partisan attack against Omar or an Islamophobic one, completely ignoring the implications of her vile anti-Semitic remarks. All about Benjamins. Israel's evil doing. <clears throat> Allah will awaken. Allah ain't awakening shit. Neither is God for that minute, for that moment, for that matter. What is happening is she is speaking the language of hate. And yeah, just because you're in a marginalized group doesn't mean you can't hate. I'm really excited for you guys to hear the upcoming series we're doing on African-American life and black studies and black life and black history with some of the guests that come on and talk about identity and say exactly what I'm saying about how Jews can be erased in progressive spaces because of Israel, because of false notions that they're white. Do you know that almost half of Israel and Israeli Jews are not white? They're Mizrahi. Uh, they're North African. Yeah. But everyone's got it wrong. Whoopi Goldberg said, hey, we're just white. Jews aren't always white folks. This is not a white power thing. This isn't a white supremacist thing. And saying that is a disgrace. It's a disgrace because Jews were a race and exterminated as such at the hands of the SS. So enough with the bullshit, enough with the lies, enough with the propaganda. You guys on the left have a lot to answer for, and I will rip you every time I see it from here to kingdom come. I will not let it get away, and not when it comes to this especially. I am a gay Jew, and I am not a member of either party, and I don't care if you like this or not, because I'm here to tell you, you guys got it wrong, and to go check your privilege and your conscience. You are part of the problem. Anti-Semitism that pervades society becomes this insidious thing. There's no way to calculate it or categorize it or compartmentalize it. Destructive words coming from the right threaten Jewish lives. And then the same rhetoric about Israel or Jews, and they're intertwined. I know you don't want to hear that, but they are. Threaten Jewish lives. Jewish lives matter, right? You lecture everybody on everybody else's life, and I stand by you on every issue. But on this, you have a blind spot. And I'm here to tell you, you got to take off your, you got to take off your sunglasses. You got to correct your vision. You're not thinking many of you. Some of you are blindly following. And I've seen some movement. I'm being broad here, but I've seen some movement, obviously, toward increasing an increasing acknowledgement of Jews in progressive spaces, not using harmful rhetoric, 
letting rhetoric about, let's say, legitimate criticism of the Israeli government turn into full outblown, a full outbursts of anti-Semitism, overblown, exaggerated, horrific, divisive. Same thing, folks. If Rashida Tlaib screams against Israel and what Israel's doing, people will take to the streets and injure somebody. They will attack you. Remember, words matter. Words lead to violence. We are told this all the time. I believe it with my being. And even the pompous piety, the pompous leftist ones who speak it with such piety, and I know they believe it, sometimes it's a shtick, who, who are literally in the identity hustle, tell us that all the time. But then when it comes to Jews, it doesn't matter. Uh-uh. I'm calling bullshit on you guys. I'm calling it out. And I will continue to call it out. And if I had been in Congress, I would have voted Ilan Omar out. Without apology. Without apology. And you don't have to like it. Because I'm doing what I believe is right. Actually, I know it's right. And usually on this podcast, I say, hey, what if I'm wrong? I guess I could be. I just don't think I am on this. I'm thrilled not to have a D to register as a Democrat and see that every Democratic House member, not a one defected. And like I said, neither did I hear any of the rhetoric because I heard partisan talking points. By the way, Eric Swalwell and Adam Schiff, two people I greatly admire in the Democratic House, they should have never been thrown off committees. That was vengeful. That was vengeance for Gosar and Green. But so is Omar. You know, you live by the sword, you die by the sword, Democrats. Don't be holier than thou. You've you've launched into a lot of your own party tricks and partisan games, and they are going to come back to haunt you. But this is why I don't like the two party system because this does this does speak to the entrenchment of our poison partisan or the poisonous partisanship that rankles and roils this country. But there's no excuse. It would never be said and never should be said about African-Americans. It shouldn't be said about Latinos. It shouldn't be said about the gay community, the trans community, and the queer community overall. It shouldn't be said about the Asian community. It shouldn't be said about the Pacific Islander community. You go through the list of every group that has used identity, hopefully for awareness, sometimes as a weapon. Somehow, those of us that believe in Israel and know the fragility of the Jewish existence are thrown in with the white supremacists. But as I said to y'all, I don't care because you're wrong. Bye-bye, Omar. Bye-bye, Elon. Don't let your anti don't let the door hit your anti-Semitic ass on the way out. Folks, that's this episode of Dirty Moderate. Make sure that you are subscribing to this podcast. I keep it real. I keep it fucking real. You know me. I will tell it like it is because I am not a member of party. It ain't fun always being politically homeless, but it's certainly freeing. You can find this podcast anywhere, Amazon, Amazon, Google, Spotify, Apple, anywhere you get your podcast. Make sure you also go to vote.org. Don't forget to go to vote.org and get registered. Biggest election of our lifetime comes up next year. And, of course, I'm at Dirty Moderate on Twitter and Instagram. Find me there. Folks, in the meantime, thank you for letting me uh, speak to you and indulging me. Um, and, you know, words matter. That's why I say the words I did today. In the, in the meanwhile, stay dirty, stay moderate, and stay safe. <laughs>